shocked if I put on something more comfortable. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Say hello to my little friend! Keep your friends close. Put your enemies closer. Houston, we have a problem. What we've got here is... The Sadie has no friends. Except, except Sean. Podcast! Hi! I, you know what? I sound so unnatural. Hey, it's Sadie. That feels better. And this is our podcast. Sadie has no friends except for Sean. And Sean, you're Sean. Yes, I am. And we were just laughing about something before we started recording. And I'm like, Sean, I think this might be the most relatable parental situation ever. And today, Murphy, who is in first grade, she woke up and she's like, my head hurts. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, she's never like, she's never played that uh, the sick card yet. You know, that usually comes right. later. Yes, well, sure. So she played it, and I'm like, huh? Maybe she's. Oh no, she's walking around, walking around, <laughs> dancing around, dancing around, and walking around, and she's got a million questions, five million, in fact. And I'm just like, you know, this this is mommy's young and the restless time, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I at some point though that especially boys, I feel like they're good fakers, and oh. it was just it was just last week. Poor Quentin, who's my thirteen-year-old son, was legit. I, I at first I didn't know, but he's he's fooled us a few too many times, and so pretty sure he was being legit. And I sent his ass to school anyways, and he's like, Dad, I really feel like death. Do I have to go? I was like, yeah, this is punishment for all the times you fooled me, dude. Don't cry wolf anymore. And, and then so he Shannon took like, him to the yeah, Shannon took him to other the, children and nine teachers. <laughs> sorry about that. Oh my Shannon God. did. She took him to the doctor like two days later because he was still dying and we were still making him go to school and strep throat, COVID, influenza A. He's got them all. <laughs> the doctor's like, I'm surprised this kid can walk. He's the sickest kid I've seen in a while. The doctor left to call CPS. <laughs> we did not kid. tell the doctor. We told Quentin we threatened him with his life. As a matter of fact, do not tell that doctor we made you go to school. <laughs> oh, my God. Good Lord, Sean. All I wanted to talk about was the fact that, yeah, she I, now I'm like, OK, I got your number. But with like Cooper, I'm like, you know, he's in high school and it's just when he's like, oh, man, I'm not feeling good. I'm like, I don't want to hear it unless you're vomiting or you're bleeding or mm you faint and fall down the stairs in a dramatic way. You are getting on the bus and you are going to school today. And, uh, but with her, I'm like, Oh no, but now I know. Now yeah, I know she's, her. She's into the faker stage. You got it. I know. Now I Although, got it. Quentin is, he's not just a liar when it comes to being sick and going to school. He tends to try to trick us a lot. And so we were having some people over for the Super Bowl here recently. And this has been an ongoing thing for years and years and years. For whatever reason, the kid is extremely lazy when it comes to trash. And he's always put candy wrappers. He'll, I he'll hide, most kids, he'll, though. He'll hide candy wrappers behind the couch or behind the TV or places like that. And I've always told him, I've been like straight up with him. Like, dude, if I was going to sneak candy when I wasn't supposed to have it, I would put the wrappers in the trash can, maybe under some paper towels and no one will see them. I'm not going to go snooping there, but I will have eventually look behind the couch and when i see candy wrappers you're gonna get caught so it's kind of a dumb place to hide evidence i want and you to, well i want you to stop and think about something okay because i mm -hmm. went to costco the other day and i was hungry biggest mistake and they had this box of twinkies 
it was like 37 <laughs> tweets and I am like, I shouldn't do this. I know it's wrong, but I'm so hungry. So I bought the box of Twinkies and I can't stop eating them. And that mixed with the Dairy Queen cakes, you're going to confession do. time, right. confession right. time. You, gotta, you better get on the treadmill. <laughs> confession time. I will sometimes be sitting on the couch and I'll let a, I'll let a Twinkie wrapper just snuggle right in between the <laughs> and I, I, always, Ryan, I always I hope Ryan listens to this one because I would be pissed. No. <laughs> and then story's not over, Sean. And then when it is discovered, I'm like tired of these kids disrespecting <laughs> our house. <laughs> well, you can explain to me the psychology of this kid then too, because so I hadn't checked behind it. I go back to my Super Bowl party thing with Quentin. I hadn't checked behind the couch in a long time. I thought yeah. we were past this for the most part. The day before the Super Bowl on Saturday, our workout room, it's actually the door that's right behind me. If you happen to see the oh. video of this, that yeah. uh, our workout rooms in the basement, you have to walk past the workout room to get to the TV room where Quentin likes to play video games and eat his snacks. He, I watch him as I'm running on the treadmill come down and he's clearly trying to hide something as he's walking by. And the kids I, are the worst. At I hiding. discovered what it was it, as he was walking by because I had nothing better to do. I was just thinking in my thoughts as I was running on the treadmill. It was a chip bag, like a full bag of tortilla chips. And so I let him go, even though he's not supposed to eat him in the basement. Like, fine, he's 13. He, he, he'll be responsible. Yeah. He'll eat him. He'll clean him up. Everything will be good. I get done running. Don't think twice about it. Go clean up. Next day, I think, man, I should like deep clean the basement because we're going to have all these people over. So I moved the couch out. To, to clean behind it and, and there's it like that a bag landfill. Of, there's that well it was a landfill but there right on top of the whole landfill was that bag of chips from yesterday so he just eaten, shoves them under the couch behind the couch and he didn't behind even eat the all the chips so the rest of them are all spilled out all over the place on all these candy wrappers and so i i asked him i was like hey I'm cleaning behind the couch. I noticed there's a bunch of candy wrappers back there. Was it you? He's like, no, Boone's been doing that a bunch lately. Oh. I was like, did Boone did Boone have tortilla chips yesterday? He's like, yeah. <laughs> huh. Little liars, little hooligans were raising. And Listen so to I told him we don't we don't have any cameras in the basement, but I yeah. I can now use that excuse because he didn't realize that I was running and then watched him sneak by me with it. I was like, I checked the camera. Those were your chips. <laughs> And those were also all your, all your candy wrappers. Was he serious? Did he take you seriously? Or was yeah, he, like, he thinks there's, there's no cameras camera. down there now. Oh, he thinks there's cameras down there now. And so I think I got him. I think that he won't take chips and shit down there anymore because he knows <laughs> that I'm watching him on the camera that doesn't exist. <laughs> well, you know, I do have this is super creepy, but I do have a lot of cameras in our house because um, Murphy is just she's Houdini. I mean, like I, I have to have every angle covered because she and she is very naughty, like like she's a naughty little girl. She <laughs> um, I'll be like, did you put your laundry away? That's your that's your job today. Yep. And then the next day while she's at school, I'll go in her closet and it's all shoved into yeah. like a corner. And I'm like, you little shit. And so um I have to have cameras everywhere. We have one in the kitchen. We have we have two in her room. We don't live in a spacious estate. It's a regular sized bedroom, but she found an area where she could hide and eat candy or whatever. And uh, and so we had to get a camera on that too. 
We have one in the basement. We have do two you, outside. Do you watch all these cameras? Do I you can have like closed caption. Yeah, but do you have like closed caption television somewhere in your house where you can go like check out security footage of your whole house? Yeah, you go on this app. It's just the ring doorbell. Uh, yeah, but and do I you have... actually look at them? Yes. Yes. For what? I don't know. Like uh, sometimes I'm away from home and I just miss my house. <laughs> And so I will. I'll seriously pull it up and be like, oh, there's my house. <laughs> and I get sad. Because Shannon like has away from home. Shannon's talked about getting cameras in the house. And I was like, unless somebody breaks into our house and we need to like pull up security footage of whatever happened, why? It seems like a waste of money to me. I'm not going to sit there and pull them up and see what the dog is doing during the day when we're at work. I just don't see a use for them. I don't know. I think with kids, it's it made me feel a lot better because we have a bar in the basement and um, they haven't touched any of it. They really haven't. And and that's why I thought, well, we got to get a camera because, you know, they might come over with their friends or right. whatever and then get wasted. And they've proven that that was not the case. Now, Murphy, she may be an eight year old chug a lugging. <laughs> I don't know. I take her day by day. She's so crazy. But um, yeah, it's hard. Kids are hard and they're messy. Like Sophie moved out into an apartment and clean. It's just it's like wrappers and plates that have cheese dried so hard on them. You'd have to chisel them off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we went and had dinner over at her house. She invited us over and we went over and uh Ryan and I went around. We turned every light on. We didn't turn it off when we left. We turned the faucets on. I went in her bed and I put a bunch of crumbs in there. I, I brought my own bag of crackers and I crumbled them up, put them in her sheets. Uh, there you go. How's I'm that actually, feel? I, I went to the bathroom. I did not flush. I did not. It's a two bathroom. Ryan took one. I took the other. We had a very fiber high diet for the days before and we just i'm like this is what it is yeah no i just i didn't say that but uh it's weird when they move out they all of a sudden become like clean people right it took that for me i was never i would i i wasn't horrible like my kids i feel like my kids are worse than i was but i wasn't horrible but the minute i moved out i was like all right i'm in adulthood now i gotta start cleaning gotta start using the mop never used a mop before gotta start vacuuming Cleaning so, the bathroom, cleaning yeah, the clean, bathroom. Yeah, right. Oh, I'm, and I'm impressed though with your bar that Sophie's now in college, right? Your your oldest yeah. is now in college. She's moved out. I'm impressed that she never never threw a party in the house because she never I, did. No, I I definitely did, and I definitely got caught. See, I it's the camera effect. I swear to God, and they, they all know where the yeah. cameras are, and so they all know it's like Big Brother. Some find it creepy. Ryan thinks it's super creepy. He's like, this is so weird. And I'm like, no, it's not. Because look at, we haven't had one rager at our house because they know I have a camera in every room. Now that Shay's getting to that age, my daughter's 15. I That's a good idea because I was a bad, bad kid. My parents even knew too. I cannot believe they left me home alone knowing I worked in a bowling alley from the time I was 13. 
And yeah. so I was around a lot older kids that were a bad influence on me. They were good kids, but they're just a bad influence on me. And so, man, when my parents left town, it was a party at my house every single time. And most of the time I got away with it. But there was this one time we cleaned so good. And my parents would always come home to a spick and span house. See, I, that I didn't think ship them off. Well, but no, one time can't... we didn't clean the bait or the back, the backyard <gasps> completely forgot the backyard. Oh. And my dad was like, hey, I want to show you something. I was like, oh, yeah, he's probably going to show me how good I clean the toilets this time. I'm excited. He's going <laughs> to give me a, a reward. And he takes me into the backyard and it's full of bottles and beer cans. And I'm <laughs> 16, 17 years old. And I was my heart has never sank that deep. I was like, like do do? <laughs> someone had a party while I was sleeping in our clean house. Dad, call the cops. It was Sheridan, my 10 year old sister, who I was supposed to be watching, who was also at the party. <laughs> your 10 year old sister drunk you're the reason i didn't why get her drunk she, up. no she was <laughs> she was with grandma i made that part out <laughs> okay and then i found out later in life that all the parties that i didn't get caught for that i thought i was clear for grandma would drive by and she knew and she told my parents and she i feel was like your parents make- were probably just so tired that they were like we know that he's gonna have a party and he usually cleans up after it. So we're just going to Jesus take the wheel. Why didn't they break it up, though? They knew it was happening. Like me as a parent now, I'm thinking if this same situation and I knew Shay was throwing a party in my house, I would be I, yeah, but I'm Shay, not in town. I'm breaking that shit up somehow. Shay is like a really mellow girl. I, you know, she's not going to throw a fit that I, I've never seen. She's like the typical oldest child, like very sweet and very, you know. And so were you like a hellion? Did they think, oh, no. my God, if we shut this down, he's going to just be a dick? Mm-mm. Really? I was actually, I was such a good kid, too. I got great grades in school. I was respectful. I was nice. I just wanted to have friends and my friends like to party and have drinks. And so when my house was available, I offered it up to him. So you would give your parents alcohol away? No, it wasn't my parents' alcohol. They didn't have any on site. There was some people at the, I can't believe that they would do this either, but there were some people that worked at the bowling alley that were old enough and they would get us booze. See, again, but it was a different time. It was a different time. There was one time we dropped, we got a huge thing of, of rum, I think it was, and it was like flavored. And so it was smelly. A big, big bottle, the biggest one you can get, whatever they call those. And we're getting out of whatever car in my driveway, getting ready to throw this party. And it was either me or my buddy, but dropped a glass bottle on my driveway everywhere. And I was like, shit, my dad's going to smell the driveway. He's going to smell the rum. He's going to know that way. (laughs) (laughs) Your your dad comes home and immediately hits the ground and he's sniffing the driveway. This is pineapple rum. (laughs) Oh, I, it's so funny. I, 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 it's hard to even describe what I was as a child because I truly was, I was a good kid. I think my parents would describe me as a good kid too. It was just that I I can't even say I was mixed up with the wrong kids because these were all good kids as well. We just liked on the weekend. You were just typical kids. That's what you were. You were just typical kids, nothing too major. Um, I was a good kid too. I didn't even drink alcohol till I was in my twenties. Like I had never had anything ever to drink. So I had like a short alcohol span where it was. And then I just started not. I was like, this isn't really that fun anymore. Um, But I never drank. I did good in school. I was 
captain of the cheerleading team. I was like a golden child. But one time in middle school, I stole from a book fair with a bunch of girls. And this was like in middle school. I'm 41 now. And it was a it was rough because we got caught and it upset my parents, which just killed me. I was so right. sad that I upset yeah. them. And uh, and they played that card pretty well. They were like and I was like, oh, my God, I feel terrible. I was just in a store about a year ago with my mom. I was at Joanne Fabric. It's busy. Lots of people. And the front desk lady at my middle school's there. And I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> and we start talking. And she's like, how's it? And we're talking about family and stuff. And from across the store, pretty much. How did she know I was talking to the? She, my mom somehow heard that I was talking to the front desk lady. And we were having a conversation. And she goes, do you remember when she stole the books from the book fair? Like, <laughs> yelled it. And I'm like, everyone just looked at me. And I had Murphy. I just had Murphy. And she was in a baby carrier. I must have looked like trash, right? She probably wanted to check your baby carrier to make sure there was really a baby in there and not like yards of <laughs> fabric. fabric. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my baby <laughs> yard. This is my yard, baby. No, but it was so awkward. I'm like, mom, mom, what are you doing? Why are you yelling that? Everyone looked at me. It was just embarrassing. Parents never let us know. But that was the worst thing that I ever, ever did. And I ended up being suspended. And I had to, and my parents made me write apology letters to all of my teachers. Mm -hmm. I had to give this stuff back. And then I had to work and babysit. Uh, to pay on top of it, which my parents okay. probably pocketed. They were like, we're right. going to give this to the Scholastic Book Fair. <laughs> you know, they went to Sizzler. <laughs> As they should have. They had to deal And they with deserved your, uh... it. Having to deal <laughs> yeah. with such a dumbass kid who stole from the book fair. I never but... got in trouble in school. I never had one incident like that in school, but I was always afraid too. Like I, I didn't even, I don't even really cuss around my dad now. I don't ever, I'd never wanted to disappoint the guy. I was always like, I want to be, I want him to be Your proud. Your dad is pretty amazing. You, you still want, you still one book or you throw one party and that's what people remember forever. Your dad is wonderful, but he did the last time I see him, he told me that one time he could smell there was pineapple rum on the driveway and you were, you were a problem child. He told me that. And I said, Oh, sir, I'm so sorry. You were, you were at the time up on stage singing with a wig of pubic hair. And uh, so I could see how you want to make your dad like proud, you know, my dad will be real proud of this story. Speaking of pubic hair. So <laughs> Puebis. we, cause we were young and we worked at this bowling alley when we would get off, it would be late on the weekends and we would go party somewhere. Somebody's house would always be open. If my parents weren't out of town, somebody else's would be. And so there was this, also this older guy that worked at the bowling alley too. He was probably in his thirties at the time. Still know him to this day. And you were probably but, at the time, like he's an ancient fossil. He yeah. Was right. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly right. But anyway, he was a single guy, had this farmhouse out in the middle of nowhere, and he would let us go stay there like an idiot. All of us 
anywhere between 16 year old and 25 year old kids go stay at his house and throw parties. And he had a hot tub and it was just the place to go. And so we went to his house many, many times, but there was one time where you found we the went hidden there cameras. And I was, this was before cameras existed. We knew we were safe. Um, he knew what we were doing too, and he still allowed it. All of you teenagers. He knew what we were doing and he still allowed it. Okay. That's the crazy part. But we, one time I, for whatever reason, it was my night to just go hard, I suppose. And I didn't do it very often, but I went hard that night. We were doing shots of rumplements. I still remember it. And they would jack you up. And so I got jacked up and I passed out by the toilet because I was going to puke. And Jerry. How old were you? Oh, at this point, 17, 18 years old, 19 at most. And so, there's a guy in your story named Jerry. Keep Jerry, going. This is, this is Jerry's house. Okay. And so Jerry wasn't a very good cleaner because he was, again, he was single and no one went to his house except for us kids. And so I pass out next to his toilet and I don't remember this because I was passed out. But as I was passed out, my great friends decided to cover me in whipped cream, my face and whipped cream will eventually harden and get sticky. And I just rolled around on the floor all night because I was puking and I was not comfortable and trying to figure out where I was in my life. And I wake up the next morning and I look at myself. <laughs> I look at myself in the mirror and there was a lot of Jerry's pubes stuck in my face. <laughs> Did you immediately jump in the shower? Like, for, surely... well, I put my face right in the water in the sink. <laughs> I didn't even know why my face was so sticky at that moment. Like in the moment, I was like, why is my face so sticky? I couldn't even grow facial hair. So I knew that it was not my facial hair. And then I looked at the floor to see what the hair was that was possibly on the floor. And you know, when you see a pube, when it's a pube. And so then I ran, I washed it off and I ran out and I was like, why, why is my face sticky? And they proceeded to tell me that they had fun with my face with whipped cream. Oh my God. And yeah, a guy that's in his thirties that lives alone is probably not cleaning the pubes very diligently. I got a lot of them rolled your face. I got a lot of them picked up for him that night. Sean was like the human Swiffer. <laughs> All you have to do is fill him with cheap rumple. What is it? Rumple mints. You've never had rumple mints? <laughs> oh, I didn't drink in high school or even after. And so... All the really weird cheap stuff. I'm like, what is that? I don't Rumble even know if mints? it was cheap. I don't it's know. It's always that expensive stuff. I don't. I don't know. know if it was expensive or cheap. I think that it's still around to this day. It's it's minty. It's very 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 minty. Ugh. But it's like a hundred proof. It'll jack you up in a hurry. And when you're at that age, it's like you drink to get drunk. You don't drink anything yeah. that tastes good or that you enjoy. No. You're drinking to get hammered. And that rumple mints would get you there for sure. So now do you look at rumple mints and you say, nah, I can never drink a rumple no, mint again? I instantly go to pubes on my face <laughs> the minute I see rumple mints. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to invite you and Shannon over for dinner and I'm going to say, sir, a chilled rumple mint for you. <laughs> This is how, though, everyone listening to this right now is probably like, Sean, man, you were drinking when you were 15 and 16 years old every weekend. You're probably an alcoholic. That's what leads to alcoholism. I hate alcohol. I never drink anymore. I, yeah. I had a couple of drinks during the Super Bowl the other night, like two White Claws, and I'm hammered and really? my life for two days straight. And I, I, it's not worth it. I don't I don't enjoy drinking at all, at all, at all, ever. No. 
You're and, like, and also you are like 112 pounds. And so that's got to hit you really hard. I was always a cheap date. If a sure. white claw is getting you shwasted, then that means you are a, you're a lightweight. I wouldn't even worry about being an alcoholic at all, Sean. I think you're I've, clear. I, the other thing about me is I don't have an addictive personality. Like I can't, there's nothing other than donuts, which I've given up for a couple of months now and I'm fine. I think about them a lot, but I don't, I, I, I'm lucky in that sense. I'm being, I'm actually being somewhat serious for a moment and saying like, I'm, I'm very lucky because I bet it's hard for people who have addictive personalities. Like when, when you get addicted to things, I'm sure that it's very hard, but I've never experienced that. I can give up anything. Really? That's mm-hmm. an amazing talent that you have because I have always, I was around for some of the Sean, uh, shit show where you drank and drank and drank and drank because you I were? remember. Yeah, well, one time we were at that uh, Halloween party and you were drunk and you fell asleep on the stage. <laughs> you, we brought the band out and you just laid down. And so for the whole time the band sang, your legs were sticking out behind the curtain and the rest of you was, you know, backstage. And we're like, what do we do? And I think Scott was like, just leave him there. Let him sleep it off. And so the band, everybody's dancing. There's hundreds of people there. And your legs were just right there. And we would look at him and we'd laugh. He hasn't moved at all. You could have been dead. And we had no, we just danced all night. Uh, And then there was another time. Hold on. You can tell the other time in a minute. I have to explain myself from this Halloween party of Stanley. (laughs) And this is going to sound, it's going to make me sound like a crazy person. And I agree. I sound like a crazy person when I'm about to say what I'm about to say. It's the only time that it's ever happened in my life. This Halloween party was at the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, which is like the haunted hotel, right? That's where Stephen King came up with The Shining. Like this is, this is a legit haunted hotel. And something happened that night because I didn't drink very much. And there's a lot of other people that I know that were there too that didn't drink very much, and they were. Shannon was one of them. She ended. She had like four beers, and she's passed out. I've never seen anything like it. But you were, if I remember correctly, at one point you were dancing. <laughs> you were dancing with some, with a lady, and you like twirled her out, and she fell and broke her nose. Do you remember that? Stop. <laughs> We could get Scott on the phone and ask him because, yes, you were twirling. I think I even know who the person is. That wasn't me. Yes, it was. You were dancing. You were drunk. And I remember girl- vague. I vaguely remember. <laughs> I vaguely remember. I don't dance. I vaguely remember. <laughs> somebody that having, night. I vaguely remember having somebody with a bloody nose and I saw it, but that wasn't me. <laughs> You're putting something on me. That wasn't me. That was 100% you. You made her twist and turn and she ate it and she broke her nose and then you fell asleep on stage. You must've been roofied. You ever been I, roofied? Well, I was thinking that we either got roofied or there was like the ghost got into us or something. There, there was lots of people there that night. There was one lady. I didn't even know her. I remember she, I, she was telling she me. Kept she kept following like, me with a bloody nose. Saying, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, watch this. I keep putting a straw in my drink and the straw will disappear within a matter of minutes. And I was drunk, but sure enough, straw's gone. Her straw kept disappearing. 
What does that mean? It was crazy. I don't know, but that was the first time we ever did a Halloween party at the Stanley Hotel. And then oh, we you would think go like back. a ghost took it. Okay. We we would go back to the Stanley Hotel, and I kept expecting, like, well, I can't have much to drink tonight because the ghosts are going to get me, and uh, it's going to be bad news. And nothing ever happened again. Like, it was always fine after that. Three, four other years, and it was always good. But that first year, something happened. Something crazy weird. A woman's straws came out. Yeah, her straws were disappearing. Listen to that. You remember the power kept going out too. The power kept going out in the room. I don't know why of those parties that we had at the Stanley. All I remember is you passing out on stage and your Elmo legs dangling out or, and you dancing that woman into the hospital. That's lying. <laughs> that was not me. It's not. <laughs> I want to know who it was then because it was you. That's it wasn't it was. me. You I remember that ass. night. The, you blame the drunk guy, sure, but it wasn't. You me. might have been roofied. I got. I don't know for sure, but the, all I can think is that I got roofied. But it was in the lamest place in the world. It was at a business after hours. A business after hours, where it's just like real. Everyone's wearing a, a sticky name tag, and you're just well, there probably There's because you're. Of- boss was telling you you got to show up you know and so there's we got, a lot of those creepy old dudes that can't get laid that go to those things oh my god so we I, I got you got like two drink tickets so i went and got a glass of wine and i drank it and by the end that's when i started getting really drunk i'm like wow this wine is nuts <laughs> and i started telling people Cause I didn't want to, I don't, I've never, I was never comfortable saying that I'm on the radio. Cause that's awkward. Cause people go, what are you on? And you say, I'm on this. And sometimes right, they're like, I've right. never heard of you. And you're like, this, I want to die. Yeah. yeah. And then the you're time. like, Oh God. Yeah. And so I just made something up and I told people that I worked for McDonald's corporation and the big and tasty department. <laughs> and it was so great. Cause there were so many stuffy business people who were like, you know, my name's Susan something and I'm with this, you know, this company and what are you? And it's very judgy. And so I'm like, I'm going to make up a job. that's going to blow your damn socks off. (laughs) I invented the big and tasty McDonald's Susan. How many houses have you sold this month? Because I'm telling you, I've sold millions of delicious big and tasties. (laughs) Billions and and billions. Billions. Bitch, get out of my face. (laughs) And then what happened was, I had my second drink and I just blacked out. I don't know. Two glasses of wine will not should not make you black out. But Ryan had to put me on his shoulder and carry me out like a potato. <laughs> out of and, business after hours. and it was during the summer. So the sun was out. People were outside chatting about business. And he had to walk me out potato sack because I was so wasted. But that did no happen. One- no one knew where I worked. Well, that's true. That's true. We threw a party um, one time at the radio station that you and I worked at together. We called it, and this is embarrassing. I can't believe that I was even vain enough to come up with a name like this, but we called it Sean, uh, St. Sean Patrick's Day or something. It was, it was a St. Patrick's Day party that had my name mixed into it. And so it was my party. And I... This time I didn't get roofied. I did way too many shots of Jameson at a suit at a St. Patrick's Day party. And I got bad, bad shape, bad, like probably worst drunk of my life. And by the way, these stories, this is like the only drunk stories I have. So don't think. Yeah. Keep thinking people are going to think I'm an alcoholic. I'm really not. Um, I got and Shannon's there with me and there's she can't do I'm passed out. Can't she can't pick me up. Luckily, do you remember a girl we worked with named Allie? 
Yes. Allison. Yes. Yes. Her her fiance at the time was like a big old cowboy guy, and Shannon had to like convince him to pick me up, and this dude had to carry me and put me in my truck. <laughs> and this so- is at my party that represented the radio station. I was so embarrassed that I, then I that's the last time I got that drunk ever. Well, I got another drug story and this about got me and know about oh. me. Gosh, I was doing a benefit and I had worked with this charity for years and years. And I was doing a benefit and I don't feel comfortable getting up and talking in front of people. Like when people are like ad lib for five minutes, I'm like, what? I'm not a comedian. Right. I mean, just give me a script of what you need the information to be. <laughs> so I get nervous And so I bought some wine again, maybe it's wine, but I ended up getting just way too drunk. I don't know. I don't know. You started this story by saying you got banned. Well, I did get banned. Banned from the charity. Yeah. Ever working for them again. And you know, what's funny is, you know, as talent, which I think is a weird thing to call yourself, but as talent, you can, you get paid usually to do that stuff. But anytime it's for charity, I'm always like, just give it back to the charity. Yeah. How big of a dick am I? If I'm like $500, please. For and they're sure, like, agreed. okay. And so I never took any money. One time I get wasted and I left. You, you had to have said something to get banned. Well, I don't know. But what I do know is I got pulled into our boss's office at the time, Kathy, mm-hmm. and we're chit-chatting, chit-chatting, chit, nothing big. And I had felt really bad, like terrible about it because I'm like, oh, no. I mean, so many people worked so hard for this. I wasn't like outrageous, bombastic, like screaming the F word by any means. But, you know, I wasn't professional and I felt bad, too. Um, but I'm sitting in this office and then another person we work with walks in and he goes, Well, we got a problem because somebody recorded it and put it on YouTube. (laughs) Is it still there? No. But uh, because I said, I want to see it. What did I do? But then I didn't want to see it. I was like, oh, I don't watch it. No, because I just said I can't watch it. But Kathy watched it and this other person watched it. And they're like, well, how do we handle this? And I'm like, well, I mean, doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out what was going on here. You know, like I'm not going to bullshit and be like, I had a nervous breakdown and right. I'm getting help now. Like <laughs> I'm an idiot. I drank, I, I was wanted to wear this dress so I didn't eat all day because I didn't want to be bulgy. And then I drank two glasses of wine. Had to get a ride home. Never Did, got invited back again. And I well, you didn't get fired from work, though. That I mean, that that in some situations could have been a fireable offense. But I have to say, in radio, something like that is not a fireable offense. There's very few people that are fired or very few things that in radio you're fired for. That's you know what true. I mean? Because I have seen some stuff where I'm like, my God, I got my first radio job. True story. I mean, I did some things to get it too, some other things that we won't talk about. But I got my first radio job because a dude who was working at the radio station got hammered and took a station vehicle with the logo on it and crashed it. And he was hammered. Oh no! And so he, he got, That's it. He got you got to get canned. He got canned, and I got the job. 
Holy crap. What a turn of fortune. Do you think that he has like your picture all over his bedroom wall? He, and he... Unfortunately, a couple of years ago, he passed away. No. Yeah. Oh, I, I'll, say I his, I'll say his name because some people that listen to this podcast are going to speculate at this point. And I don't want somebody to get blamed for this. He, he, he got help and he became a much better person. He was, he ended up being a good friend of mine. His name was Michael Stone. You remember Oh, him? no, I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so God rest Michael Stone's soul. Yeah, he he and he moved to Florida and he started a band and he was playing at like senior centers and he got he got his life together and so good for him. But in that moment, that was bad news for him and good news for me. Yeah, isn't that funny how the things like that work? Yeah, who knows? You always look back on those things. Like I wonder what happens if he doesn't get hammered and crash that vehicle that night. I may Where be working at be? McDonald's today. Yeah. I may be serving up big and tasties for real. <laughs> And I'll be there to inspect, make sure you're doing it the right way. <laughs> My name's on it. I want it to be of A plus quality. Our time's think- up here. And I have a buddy who was texting me a little while ago and he was like, Hey, I listen to all your podcasts and they're great, except for the end. You guys always like crash the landing. He's like, You got to figure out a way to end these podcasts better. <laughs> okay. Um, how should we do that? I don't know. We need to come up with a jingle and I hate that stuff, but it's true. We do crash land on these endings, but Every I don't time. know. We need to have like music at the end of it. Okay. I'll work on that. Okay. Uh, so until then we apologize to Sean's friend. His name's Colt. Colt. And uh, we'll try to be better. Yeah. We got to get music or something. It sounds weird, but yeah, I Colt. will leave. Colt's in charge of it. He can figure it out since he's such a little smarty pants. Yeah, and Colt. He can tell us how to run our podcast. Why don't you create an ending for us, Colt? Instead he's of a just finger. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and then I'm going to leave you with: be sure to follow us on social media. Big announcement coming February 24th. I don't even know what this is. I know. Sean just looked up like, what? Sean, big announcement, February 24th. I'm finally getting replaced. (laughs) Sean was just to try out. (laughs) No, that's not impossible. Um, But big announcement coming. So follow us on social media. We're on TikTok where you can find bonus content of us talking about the dumbest stuff ever. And, uh, what else? Am I missing anything? Sean is so ready to go. Look at him. Look at him ready. No one's watching this. We're not we're not sharing video yet. <laughs> oh yeah, but that's not the announcement on the twenty fourth, the YouTube channel. That is coming. It's a different announcement. Oh I really don't know what this announcement is on the twenty fourth. I'm excited. You should, should be. Should I be? It has a yeah, lot to do be. with you. Okay. Oh, <laughs> All right. I gotta go now. Bye. Bye.